everyone. We're back. <laughs> I feel like ever since I listened to the last podcast of the Inspired Unemployed, I don't ever want to say welcome back to the Conscious Cowboys like actually ever never. again. Yes, I like know. I will never say it again. I, know. I, know. I wrote it down in my notes to just completely change it. So I'd rather get on and be like, hi, yeah, you have Madison and Tess. Sure. So that's how it's going to be. And we'll come up with different things from there. Okay. So how's it going, everyone? I know. I, I mean, if you're asking me, I just got over COVID. I got it again, which was shite, but mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> it wasn't that bad this time around. And luckily you didn't get it, even though we were. I know. I feel happy to say I haven't really gotten sick the last two times that you've gotten sick. You know, like that is a pat on my back. Yeah. Not going to lie. And I don't know why that's happened, but I'm happy that I haven't gotten sick. And I was telling you, I'm pretty excited for you that you yeah. aren't getting sick, but then also at the same time, I'm like, what the fuck? Then why am I, you know, yes. like, come on immune system. What's going yeah. on here? Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, it's great. And yeah, just so you know, it's okay if your roommate has it and you might not get it, you know, you that's might be true. in the clear. Yeah. And we were like not avoiding each other really. No, not completely. No. So, uh, but yeah, we're feeling good and, uh, had a great little weekend, the two of us. So now we're on to our work week and potting and it's great. Yeah. Yeah. So over this past weekend, I listened to a podcast episode and there was three takeaways that I took from Jay Shetty, which if you're not familiar, he has his own podcast. He's like quite, quite well known. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't someone telling us recently they were talking some shit. They were. And I actually don't even remember who it was. I don't either. But I feel like people talk shit all the time. Oh, they talk shit about everyone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. But I just like to hear people's opinion, whether it's good or bad. So some people love him and some people not so much. But I thought he had some valid points to say. So, of course, it was on Caller Daddy. You know, I'm a big listener at this point. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so it was like her most recent episode with him. And the first takeaway, which I thought was really interesting, and it's definitely something that you have tried to teach me in the past. But it's always helpful when you hear it. Oh, it's better to hear it from Alex Cooper. Okay, <laughs> that was makes it? sense. Okay. Okay. Don't put fucking words in my mouth. <laughs> That's basically what you said. <laughs> no. no, I'm kidding. I no, don't no, care. no. Hold on. Okay. First and foremost, it wasn't Alex who said it. It was Jay. Oh, okay. So and, Jay. And the... <laughs> On a first name basis. Maybe. Jay. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Okay. No, but what I'm trying to say here is that maybe it stuck with me better the second time around. Yes. You know, like it's No, you definitely don't have to explain yourself at all. This happens a lot. But I like that you <laughs> recognize that I had said it previously. Yeah, when, when I was yes. listening to him say it, I was like, oh my no, God, I this is... No, I just wanted to give you some shit. Yeah, thank I you. it was funny. Yeah, no, I like it. I'm yeah. glad that you're laughing. So, um, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I just am silent. You're like, oh, yeah, fuck. I was like, <laughs> just I'm kidding. just kidding. Everything's a joke, everyone. Okay. <laughs> so, the, what he said... Um, and maybe the reason it stuck with me is because he seems to explain things in a visual way, mm-hmm. but he was saying, let people earn their stripes. Don't just hand them out. Mm-hmm. And I think he was talking in more terms of kind of like dating and stuff, but this applies to everything. Yes. And basically what I took away from it was when you start putting someone high up on your list or on a pedestal kind of in the early days and you don't really know them yet, you're setting yourself up for a letdown or disappointment or maybe even some hurt depending on how like excited you get about that person. And yeah, I think we all know that like that's not groundbreaking. Mm -hmm. However, I think it's a good reminder and I don't find myself doing this as of recent. This was more so like last year when I was single and dating around, like I kind of fell into that trap and you'd be like, why are you doing this to yourself? Like this, you don't even know them yet, you know, let them prove themselves to you. And it, 
took me a while, but I'm glad to say thanks for the advice. Mm -hmm. And thanks, Jay, for, Jay, homie, (laughs) for reinforcing it. Um, But yeah, he was basically just saying, like, try not to have too many expectations, which is basically just hope, right? Like, try Mm -hmm. not to have too much set out for that person. Just kind of more so let them show you who they are and then adjust accordingly. Yeah. Okay, so there are a few things. Is when you said... I feel like expectations and hope are different mm. only because it's like, yes, we hope for things, but I'm not hardcore factually expecting this person sure, to and be like, this way. Like okay. I hope to have a really fit, ambitious driven husband who loves me a lot. Okay. But that's versus, not your expectation. Yeah. But person. I would have, if I was dating that so-called person right now, I would hope that they'd be that way, but I wouldn't have those expectations. I would want them to show me first. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. I think that they really do bleed into each other so much though, that it's hard for me to kind of decipher, well, what is just a hope? And then what's an expectation? Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, that's what he was saying. And then it brought me back to, um, the, what he was saying is basically like, you're assuming Like you're giving them stripes based on something you like about them. So for example, there was this guy that I was into, right? And I talked about him in a previous episode where I was like on paper, this guy was like all these things that I was Mm -hmm. interested in. And someone was like, why do you have a list? Like, why do you have stuff on paper? I'm like, no, I didn't actually write a list here, guys. But just like- (laughs) And also we did have a list. Who fucking cares? Sure. But I'm just saying like- that's not what I did, you know, but whatever. Okay. So uh, <laughs> like, I swear to God, I did not make a list just so everyone knows there was no list made. <laughs> okay. So this guy, right. I just like, there were things about him that I liked, right. That he was like a professional athlete and that he, you know, was very driven and he knew a lot about things that I was interested in. And so I started giving him like, get out of jail free cards, for example, you know, like I started going, oh, well, I like so much about him that like, I'm kind of assuming that he's going to be wonderful to me and he's going to be like fun to be with. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't, you know, right? but that was where I got caught up. So I thought also hearing that post that experience, it really stuck with me of like, yeah, yeah, you did that test and you didn't have to do that. Right. So you assumed that because, and this is just an example, that he was a professional athlete and fulfilled all these other things that are on your imaginary list, <laughs> that other things would accompany that, like being nice to you and actually... Correct. Like I was like, oh, he's like such it. a great guy, you know, because, because he's great in things. all these other areas. Mm. So then he's probably going to be like my ideal match, you know? Okay. But yeah. no, yeah. wow, that was a long shot, you know? Yes. Just like assuming that it was going to be wonderful mm-hmm. when I had barely even gotten to know the guy, you know? Right. You just hoped. I had hope. You did have hope. Correct. Yeah. No, I understand. That's like, I mean, a good point. I'm glad that he brought that home for you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I just thought, hey, maybe I can save someone else some stress, you know? Yeah. Like don't give people the stripes before they've earned them. Yeah. Let people show you who they are for the most part. But I remember I was talking to you about that. I don't know if we talked about it on a podcast, but then you gave me an example that was a real life example that a man or these men showed themselves to whoever we're talking about. Okay. And it was, they were faking. So then it's like, Ooh. oh yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. 
then I'm like, oh shit. Maybe okay. let them show you, but also like have a filter. I don't know. I don't really know. Right. This gets like sketchy territory because yeah. what she was bringing up is like someone that I know. They were these guys were coming in and like swooping them off their feet, and like all the actions were great. And you're like, oh my gosh, this mm-hmm. is like this is going so well for you. And then it was a quick 180, and these yeah. people were not at all what they were they showing, were showing her. her. Uh-huh. So then it's like, well, how much do you let people show you, you know? Or how much do you believe? I don't know, because then I don't want to not trust in people. Correct. So it's, I guess you just trust them until something bad happens. I don't know. And then you have a good laugh know. and you move on. Yeah, exactly. Then at least you have a funny story yeah. to tell. Thanks for bringing that point up too. Yeah. I forgot about that. Well, I remember you told me that and I was just like, oh my God, I have been saying this type of shit on the podcast for so long, but the, here's a real life example that disproves that. Yeah. 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 So. Okay. Point number two of what he brought up in the podcast, the idea that the spark is gone. Okay. So you hear that a lot, right? Like when people are dating someone kind of past the honeymoon phase, let's say, Mm -hmm. and they say things like if they're starting to like kind of lose interest, they say stuff like the spark is gone. And so this is what his explanation was. Um, Again, very visual. That's why it stuck with me. It works, yes. He was basically saying that the spark is essentially chemistry, right? Like that's how we recognize it. Mm -hmm. Um, And the chemistry is important. But he says that it could also be the stress you feel in your body as you're trying to navigate this new territory with this person of like, do I like them? Do they like me? All of those things that kind of swirl around in your head when you're getting to know someone Mm. on that level. Right. So he's like, sometimes that like spark is you're, you're confusing like the stress of the situation. Not that it's like stressful, but like, you know, it's it's like the, the catch of it or not the catch, but kind of like the game. Uh huh. Yeah. So he's like, you're confusing that for like the chemistry here. And then once you get past that phase with someone where like you're in, There's no like big question marks. Mm -hmm. They can feel like, oh, well, that whole like mystery, that allure is gone. Yeah. And he's like, but okay, but that's because the stress of the situation has now come down. Mm -hmm. And he says, it's better to gauge that. Like, he's like, I don't want to hear that anymore. And I mean, I'm not, not verbatim, right? But he was just basically saying like, that's not really like a thing for him. He feels like you should base your connection with someone on like the long burning candle of like, well, did that spark now start a flame? And do you actually have connection with this person? And do you feel safe and you feel comfortable? Like those are things that you should measure. And obviously Mm -hmm. you still want to feel like there's chemistry between you and someone, but the whole idea of like the spark is gone. He's like, well, that's just because the stress of the situation has gone. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Um, I don't know. I was just like, huh? Okay. Well, yeah, I feel like there's so many things. Well, okay. So first off, I was like getting in my head because I was thinking that we were talking about, which everyone does this. It's not, it's very rare that people have an original thought because it's like, you know, we heard it from our friend or whatever, Mm -hmm. but I was getting in my head and I was like, oh my God, we're basically talking about someone else's podcast, but reviewing it in a sense. But then I talked myself out of it and I was like, no, (laughs) we're expanding these ideas so that we understand it. And our listener base can hear it too because they were not listening to the episode. Of course. Like maybe you guys have not even heard of that podcast before. Correct. And you're like, who the fuck is Jay Shetty? Right. (laughs) Which you should listen to him. But yeah. Yeah. But so anyway, um, about the spark is that I definitely feel that I'm trying to like decipher in my head of like if that spark is stress, like in my definition or like that feeling of like butterflies of like, ooh, I like this person. I think it just depends on your interpretation of what the spark is. 
But yes, sometimes I think that it is like the game and the kind of like the anxiety of like, oh my God, do they like me or like, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But then I also, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's a good point though. Yeah. I just, it's not like everything that he said, I'm like, all right, this is Bible, you know? Yeah. Like this to me is just interesting concepts that he was throwing around that I thought were eh, maybe intriguing and mm-hmm. something definitely that we could talk about because we talk about this stuff a lot just on a personal level. And yeah. I was like, maybe our listeners would want to hear about it. Yeah, I like it. Um, okay, the final point. Ready? Mm-hmm. My face ID on my iPhone needs to work. Okay. Uh, um, And this one, I think, is just a friendly reminder. And I know like we have a lot of our friends in the dating pool right now and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't and you know they can get kind of bummed out if it doesn't work, mm-hmm. right? So he his one of his points was just because you're incompatible with someone doesn't mean you're not great. And like, yeah, okay, we all know that. Okay, We've all heard yes, that. Yeah. But I thought it was like a sweet little reminder. I there's one friend that comes to my mind where I'm like, "Oh, you know, like it's okay. Like just because it's not her, it like it doesn't matter, you know? Yeah. Like it doesn't tarnish your value. Like you don't have to get down about it. Like let's pick up and move on." Um And I just feel like sometimes when you're not compatible with someone or they don't recognize your value or whatever it is, even if it's nothing to do with you. Like they're just not in that place to date you specifically. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay. Yes. You know? It's definitely okay. Like it's just not your person. You just move on. Yeah. I feel like one of our friends that we were hanging out with a little while back would always say a statement and then he would be like respectfully. And I feel like I've carried that this whole, like ever since I met him. And I've said that with so many things of like, yeah, if they don't like you, like have a great life, wish them the best. It's not going to work out respectfully have yeah. a great life right you know? right and i'm like yeah that's fucking awesome it's true like eh, all right yeah like with with respect don't talk to me <laughs> <You know? laughs> true uh yeah true yeah so that's oh yeah absolutely i feel like yeah getting down about that is kind of silly mm. i understand it but i feel like i really try to not be bummed out about those things and be and I give myself a lot of validation like on a personal level so that if someone isn't into me I'm like well that's okay because I know yeah I'm into I'm into me yeah right and that there's other people out there for me Mm -hmm. and then there's one more topic this does not have anything to do with the podcast I listen to this has to do with my friend she has always used this phrase or like kind of this analogy in terms of like someone's light being on um, and then she sent me a TikTok that was f- like a clip from Sex in the City. Yes. Which, okay, let's talk about this for a second. And then we can move on from like the whole dating world. But she always would be like, well, it's okay. Like if his, if he's not like talking about like longevity with you or whatever, because it, his light just might not be on right now. And like, who knows, maybe in six months, maybe in a year, whatever the timeline may be, maybe there's no timeline. His, his light might never come on. But mm-hmm. basically like she always explained it as like, it was a flip of a switch. Like his, his lights either on and he's with it or his lights off and he's just like doing his own thing. And then in sex in the city, they talked about it in reference to like a cab, Mm -hmm. right. Of like, well, this cab has its light on, it's picking up people all around town, but it might not ever be ready to pick people up. You know, like it's just doing it to do it. Um, or like it's light off and it's, it's not picking up anybody or it's lights on ready to drive someone home. So Mm -hmm. anyways, very visual, very long winded. Um, I just thought that that was interesting to hear that. And they basically say like in Sex in the City that people end up marrying 
whoever's in front of them when they're ready. Like it doesn't necessarily matter if it's like the right person. It's just more so like the time in their life. Mm -hmm. And then that made me really sad because I'm like, that is really common. And I don't ever want to do that. I don't ever want to be like, well, I'm 38 and I'm still single. So I'm just going to marry him because he's (laughs) right in front of me. And fuck, I might not ever find someone. So let's just get married. Like if that happens, please drag me out by the hair. Like, do you know? Okay. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just you'd be like I'm telling you he's the one I'd be like are you sure like how I hope you question me like that? fucking interrogate me yeah. don't let me get away with stuff like that I mean I don't think that's gonna happen in my life but I'm just saying mm-hmm. if anyone ever sees me pulling that stuff correct me yeah okay okay yeah I think that that's common I feel like that com- what comes to mind for me is like when you see celebrities and they like randomly are dating someone who's not a celebrity and you're just like how did that even happen? You know? And then they like, end up getting married to them. And you're just like, what the heck? But I think it's just because they were in front of them at that specific time, you know, like they were ready searching for it. And then this person happened to come into their life and that's and, like they're happened. available and it's great. But isn't that sure. what happens? Yeah, I, guess. I feel like that just is what happens. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not to say yeah, that it's not, wrong. Right. But no, it's, no, no. I think but it's more so like, I don't want to settling. Right. Maybe. Like I don't want to choose yes. someone based on the time in my life and my needs for like, right. I want to be like stoked about the person yeah. I'm with, you know? Yeah. And I think since I've watched Sex in the City literally so many times over like the entirety of the show is that I think that they, I don't think they were talking about settling. It was mostly like men are taxi cabs. Like that was their reference. And it was like men are more simple <laughs> in those terms, you okay. know? And when they're ready, they're just, I don't know, going to, pick the women that are in their proximity Mm. and that's just what happens Mm. but isn't that what happens (laughs) that is you know yeah yeah even if they moved to australia and it was like the first six people they met and they were like oh well this girl's awesome let's date," and they get married i don't know that's just kind of yeah like life (laughs) yeah Yeah. i don't know i don't have the fucking answers i was just like interesting (laughs) that's in my vision now and okay let's let's talk about it yeah it is interesting i think that that is true though I mean, we have to be ready, obviously, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because even if like a shiny new toy comes in front of me and I'm just like, not ready. Mm. Yeah, (laughs) that's what happens. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Missed the boat Respectfully. Respectfully (laughs) missed the boat. Wasn't ready. Full circle. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's all for me. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Uh (laughs) So (laughs) that was great. Okay. So we were thinking, I don't even want to do it now. Now I feel silly to do it. (laughs) We wanted to have like a thing at the end of a podcast now I feel weird oh my god she can hardly say it I feel embarrassed (laughs) of just things it's like you know how sometimes you go I don't really go to Instagram to make me feel good but like Tumblr is my thing maybe it's like Pinterest (laughs) for other people but you're kind of feeling low and you're just like okay you know I've journaled I've taken a bath whatever fucking self-care stuff and now I need to go see something I don't know Yeah. yeah so I'm on Tumblr a lot and I feel like there are so many quotes and things that spark like joy within me or happiness or it like reminds me of who I am. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to have a segment at the end of this episode and maybe more episodes to come that we're just sharing those things. Okay. And now some feel good shit and you're not going to uh, get in your head, Madison. You're fine. Do it. <sighs> All right. Okay. So <laughs> She's gonna I feel like implode. <laughs> no. Okay. You know, I feel like, you know how 
this is specifically happened to me in like seventh grade in science class where they would pick you like popcorn for reading the worst and you're just like world. i hate myself right now like everyone's staring i have to read this fucking textbook yeah and and you can it's almost like you're having an out-of-body experience yes. where you can hear yourself yes, talking you can like, like i'm above myself looking at me reading i'm like you fucking suck you know oh my god okay well if that's how you really feel please no, don't no. go on to read this no because i feel like you know, I think it's because I get in my head of like, is this even important? I should have had you read it. You know what? <laughs> Before yeah, you did it. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, no. I feel confident to in my read? reading skills. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm just going to go for it. So if you're still listening, thanks. <laughs> okay. So uh, now I feel like Tess is staring. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, no. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Oh, yeah. Right, clear that so, throat. My dad and I once had a disagreement over him using the adage... What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I said, that's not true. Sometimes what doesn't kill you leaves you brittle and injured or traumatized. He stopped and thought about that for a while. He came back later and said, it's like wood glue. (laughs) He pointed to my bookshelf, which he helped me salvage a while ago. He said, do you remember how I explained that? Once we used the wood glue on them, the shelves would actually be stronger than they were before they broke. I did. But before we used the wood glue, those shelves were broken. They couldn't hold up shit. If you had put books on them, they would have collapsed and the wood glue had to set a while. If we put anything on them too early, they would have collapsed just the same as if we'd never fixed them at all. You've got to give these things time to set. He sounded or it sounded like a pretty good metaphor to me. But one thing I did pick up on was that whatever broke those shelves, that's not the thing that made them stronger. That just broke them. It was fixed or it was being fixed that made them stronger. It was the glue. So my dad and I agreed, what doesn't kill you doesn't actually make you stronger, but healing does. And if you feel like healing hasn't made you stronger than you were before, you probably aren't done healing. You've got to give things time to set. Okay, thanks so much for reading that (laughs) and getting out of your own way. That's really good. Yeah. Hmm. But I was just like, oh, that's a good little think piece, you know? Mm -hmm. But I read that and I was just like, dude. I, yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, and also you live with someone like me who's like, okay, quick, let's, all right, let's move past it and let's get on. And you're Mm -hmm. like, well, hold on. (laughs) Like, let's make sure the glue has fucking set before we start piling more shit on. Like, let's chill for a sec. And it's true. Mm -hmm. I also, now this is going like back to the actual story itself. I did not know that wood glue made the wood stronger than it was before. Like if if the wood like breaks and mm-hmm. then you use wood glue on it, I guess it kind of makes sense that it would make it a little stronger than the original piece of. Well, maybe only after it had. We're getting like technical. There's like a carpenter listening, and they're like, "Yo, that's not it." But maybe it's like <laughs> if the wood is. It's just not the correct terminology. But if it like eroded, also every time I say eroded, eroded, <laughs> yeah, I think of Bruce Almighty. Dude, when he's doing the news yeah. segment at Niagara like, Falls. Yeah, like a half an inch from the camera. Yeah. <laughs> oh but when the wood, anyway, is kind of eroding, and yeah. that's not the correct word, but, yeah. you know, it's weaker, and mm-hmm. then you use wood glue, then it would make it stronger. Yeah, but I think from what I'm, I'm visualizing is, like, the wood piece itself mm-hmm. is fresh. And then you add wood glue, and then it's fine. Well, no. and then better. It, and then it breaks, and then you add wood glue to fix it and they're saying now that's stronger than it was before it was even broken and that's shocking to me that's all i mean who even knows if that's factual but yeah but i did like the story 
Good. I do appreciate you taking time and effort to read that. So thanks for sharing. Yeah. I think the episode is a lot better now that we've heard that story. I'm not. No, I'm not being facetious. I really (laughs) did enjoy. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I like I find joy like in those small things of Mm. just like quotes or stories like that, you know, because then it I feel like it just reminds us or reminds me that we're all human and we're all having different experiences. But in the end, the outcomes are pretty similar. Mm hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right. Well, cool. I think that's it for us this week. Yeah. Feel good about that. Yeah. Well, until next time, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully everyone has a great week if you're still listening after the story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, off Click. Next. Madison's reading a story. Unsubscribe. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, guys, make sure you're subscribed yeah. to the podcast. Share it with your friends, please, and thank you. We need the cowboy community to grow. Yeah. Um, so we can quit our jobs. <laughs> yeah, that's kidding. exactly that's right. true. <laughs> that's a hundred percent true. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Talk to you next week. All right, bye guys. <laughs>